Yo, what up, what up, what up, bro? Episode 91, man. We still going, people. We still going. We still we racing to the 100. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> two, about two more months. Two more months. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Carbon Footprint Podcast. He is Juan and I'm Sean. And every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. And this week, we got something special for y'all today, especially, especially if you got a little sweet tooth. Hit him with it. I don't, yeah, I, I didn't think of a name for this. <laughs> so, and it's like partially inspired by different ver- variations. Like, and I, so I don't know, man. We might just have to. I feel like we did Carbon Footprint Lemonade already once. I got to go back and I should know this. this I swear we need to go back and. We need and, to go back and, and you talked about this last week I about know, archiving man. the drinks. We need I'm to do this. I'm going to fucking do it, bro. But anyway, um, I don't know, man. We'll call it uh, the Carbon Footprint Gin Lemonade for now because uh <laughs> that's all i can think about but it's basically a shot of um of botanical gin like b it, that has to be very specific it has to be botanical so you either do empress we did this uh is it the opium from hendrix be intentional the people opium? yeah being yes. the, the, don't do orbium 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 sorry orbium from hendrix uh you could do regular hendrix works or even the um the Midsummer from Hendrix that works. Uh, don't do like a London dry gin or any of the dry gins really, or the American gins like Aviation. It has to be botanical because it's the flowery taste that goes with that rosemary. I feel like. Um, so anyway, so it's a shot of that, a shot of control. I uh, half a shot of control. No, it was half. Yeah, you're right. So shot of gin, half a shot of control, and then um, or any orange liqueur that just happens to be the one that we kind of use here all the time, and top it off with lemonade, uh, and then we garnish with a. We did a, a rosemary and lime. The rosemary is probably just fine, but the the lime, if you like the citrusy, we which we we tend to like here, man. So yeah, lime makes everything better. It does, bro. I've never not I've never put lime in anything and it didn't work. <laughs> 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 so just throw a lime in it for kicks and giggles. Just throw a lime in it, but it's good, man. It's uh, oh, so we're gonna call it CFP Gin Lemonade, man. That's what we calling this. <laughs> All right, man. That's good. That's good, bro. All right, man. Yo, I'm gonna hit you off from my cover flipping of the week. Let's do it. It's going out to Hope Chicago um, in a nonprofit, um, obviously in Chicago, uh, led by former Chicago Public School CEO, Dr. Janice Jackson. Um, what they are doing is they have they have pulled out like five high schools in Chicago and they are sending 4000 kids from those five high schools to college fully paid. Wow. Room, board, books, taxes, the whole shebang. Wow. And um, it was a really cool story, man, because you could see, you know, they, they sort of, uh, they, they brought the kids. And I, don't, and, and I don't think it was every kid in those schools. Matter of fact, I mean, I know my kid goes to a high school where there's like 2,000 students. Okay. So for five high schools, 4,000 students, I'm assuming they picked the ones that, the kids the that good, yeah. were, that they thought would do well in college, but is it every year? Because you could—that's a senior graduating class at each one of a thousand. Oh, and think about that—that's true. I mean, if it's every yeah, year, that's yeah, true. that's that's doable. Could be. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, they very well could be. Um, but they brought these kids into the into the auditorium and um, sort of announced it, and you could just see, man, the kids sort of super excited, man, tears. Um, they had they had interviewed some of the kids like beforehand. And, um, you know, just asking them like, yo, like, do you have college aspirations? And, you know, the ones they interviewed said, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, But like, I know I'm not going. 
Like I don't have the like my family doesn't have the means. Yeah, they don't have the means for it. Not crazy, it's, bro. It, right? It seems it seems nuts, but I you know it's obviously more common than you know we, we we're all in our own worlds, right? Yeah, and so I think that we falsely believe that whatever we have or whatever means we have to do things that it's that that's normal. And I think that's at, that's at every level. I yeah. think we've seen guys, guys and girls that that make, you know, way more money than we do, and their their heads are also in the clouds. Yeah. Well, they think that everybody lives like them, and it's just not the case. You're right, man. I checked myself recently on something where I went, "Oh, shit, that's that's normal for me, right? Or for my circle, like for us, right? It's not normal for everybody. You're so right. It's easy to lose sight of that kind of stuff, man. It very, very much. I so. think with education, though, the the it's sad that you have to go like, I want to go, but I can't afford it because I almost look at it as if you really want to go, you know, you, you can get a student loan. You can do all that. To me, it's one of those, like, figure that out later then. Just get the education now that you feel like you need and then let all that just make sure you don't waste it. Because, you know, you know, people who go to school and just waste like like for me, I would have just been wasting money because I changed my major so many times. I would have been drowning in student like loan debt yeah. for rest of my life but i think if you're convicted in something and and i don't know man i i feel like that's the route to go but obviously some people just go like because they grew up with this mindset uh i don't want to call it poverty mindset but i guess i don't really have a better no, word that's but probably it bro yeah so they which think by, like, which by the way we know people that are like that yeah yeah even yeah. even, absolutely. In our, even in our circle i think right? we're guilty of using poverty mindsets as excuses sometimes yep, for absolutely. things for to not do something right yeah. Or, but yeah anyway like it just it sucks to me that like i go like that's education should be one of those things where you just go i figure that out but obviously it's a worry man because you're gonna have to pay for it right like in some way shape or fashion so that's awesome man that these guys are doing that dude that's yeah and and um so to um to go along with that they're also sending because they, they, they feel like this should be sort of generational. Um, they're also going to pay for one parent to also go to college. What? Yeah, bro. That's awesome, man. So I thought that was, that was that, just like amazing. How right? they so fund this have, program? So that, that I'm glad you asked that question, bro, because there is a guy who's one of the major contributors. Or I think the major contributor is, is guy's name is Pete Caden. Okay. The guy owns several businesses. There's some research on him. And a few years ago, he actually did this in Toledo, Ohio. Okay. Where he did the exact same thing where he sent, you know, you kind of went in and I don't know if it was one school or many schools, but basically he sort of started it out like that where he went in and was like, I'm going to pay for all of you guys to go to college. Oh, and by the way, pick one of your parents and I'm going to send them as well. Wow. Man, so he's expanded to you know to Chicago, and um, and I think he has businesses in Chicago as well. Um, but to do this for these kids, so shout out to and I said not only to 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 Hope Chicago, but to Pete Caden, um, somebody who grew up and and they interviewed him and he grew up uh, a sort of uh, with a privileged life, and 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 he said he was like he goes yo like I know that. If not for my parents and my skin color, you know, like he's a white guy, but like my parents, my skin color and um, the things that I was exposed to. Right. If not for all of that, I wouldn't be where I am now. And so I'm trying to pull other people up who didn't have that kind of exposure. Yeah, dude, it, it, 
it's so cool to, that, that he's sort of self-aware enough to know that, that he has access to. Because how many times do we even talk about, like, we were talking off the air before about, like, you know, you talk about trusts or wills or, like, the, and just exposure or talking to people, being around people who, who maybe choose one route or another. And then just having that information is, is something that most of us don't know. It's not even a, a we can't afford it thing. It's like we don't have. You don't even knowledge. know. Bro. We don't even know. Yeah. So it's. It's cool that he recognizes that, like, hey, I have this, and maybe school is the leg up for the no, right? At least to an extent, right? It's not all of it, but it's uh, it's it's sort of a, a push in the right direction. I don't know if I don't think I want to say the guy's name, but locally here, man, uh, I, I'm on the board of a, a nonprofit, and we have a local guy who owns apartment buildings. Okay, and uh, he sort of noticed that. In his apartment building, um, a lot of the the youth would, and some of them are in, in sort of, uh, I would say, lower income areas. And so he said, you know, a lot of these kids just hang around the apartment complex. And, um, you know, some of them get into trouble. They do stupid shit. And some of them are just hanging outside. Like, they might hang in the pool, but they just don't have anything to do. And their parents are either working right. or doing whatever. And I thought it was cool, man. He not only donated to the organization um, that, that I'm on the board of, but he... He donated, he paid for memberships for all of these kids and parents if they wanted. And then he also, because another thing that- To do what? To go to- To go there and have something to do. Okay. And something to do meant either they can play sports, they can work out, they can uh, do, there was access to computers so they can do homework. Um, but what I thought was neat is that a lot of these kids didn't even have a ride. He paid a transportation company every day. Hey, at this time, this van is leaving this apartment complex and it's going here. And then it's picking you up and it's taking you back to the apartment complex at this time. So he removed like every, everything, dude. And I, and it, it was so cool because like he thought of that and on his own, he went, but what about this? It's like, well, I'll take care of that. I'll, 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 I'll you know, I'll hire a van company. It's like, right. okay, what about this? And then like he, it, it was cool to see someone who wasn't like, obviously he owns these properties and he goes, I don't want these kids fucking up my property. Like I know there's part of that, but the other part of him went like, okay, I don't want to just give these kids memberships or I don't want to just give these kids something to do during this time. Like, how else can I contribute? And he was always one of those. And he was a major donor, like to the point where he almost met the organization's goals for the year on his own. On his own. Um, <laughs> and he's a local guy, dude, someone people have never heard of who That's just awesome, happened dude. to do really well and invested. And um, it's cool to see people like that with that kind of perspective and realizing that their access and their knowledge uh has sort of given them a head start or not even a head start, just, just a leg up, I guess, or be able to make, you know, better decisions along the way. So, yeah, man, I think, I think, I think exposure is, is not everything, but it's a lot of it, right? Like if you just don't know, you know, like I, I talked to somebody recently where I was like, Oh man, like you should start like investing and in, you know, whatever it is, what let's just say it was stocks. And it's just like, Oh, like, Oh, you know, I don't want to do that. Or, or, you know, I've got on these websites and it just seems like they ask for too much information. And, you know, it's just like sort of like that, that getting started and where, where you, where you can show somebody to go, Hey, look, like, I don't know, download Robinhood and, and just, just start, start right? Like throw 20 bucks in there, throw a hundred bucks in there, whatever you can, like just start. Yeah. Like I always tell people like buy something and something you like that you like. Yeah. Yep. Just start. Like you said, throw throw 20 bucks at something you like and then go from there like see you'll catch the bug or you won't like some people usually catch it i do even um i would say like from a knowledge perspective like i use you all the time right like you have a set of knowledge that to you is probably normalized like you don't think about it 
But to me, I go like, I think recently, even for work wise, I was like, hey, you know, like, what do you do for this or that? And and so like, even knowing that, like, that was super helpful to me for me to take back to sort of um, with like the work that I'm doing. And people are like, oh, shit, like, I didn't know that. Like, I'm going to use this. And, and it's so funny, man, because I think it's things like that that we take for granted, like just because they're they're normal to us. But it doesn't always we have think to everybody be, knows. We think everybody knows, man. And, and I, I have to remind myself of that all the time because somebody will ask me something and I'm like, huh? And, you know, I'll give them the answer. But then I'm going like, oh, yeah, it's normal to me. But right. It, it obviously like there's stuff that they know that I'm like, how do you know that? It's very normal to them. And so I, I think just like you said, man, knowledge, dude, takes you just to so many places because like that question that I asked you, like within the last week led to us doing something else, like with some of the things that I'm doing, that's going to like launch us forward or, or just set up relationships that people didn't even know were possible. And so like, I always think like, man, everybody has like a piece, man, that, that if we just ask a question or if we are just willing to give out that information, man, like you could sort of help people just on anything, man. Yeah, it's just wild. It's funny you say that because when I answered you, it was literally like a 10 second, like, oh, yep, we use yeah. this. And then I put the phone down and kept doing what I was doing. And like you said, we don't, it's it's normal to us and we don't think that the information is valuable. No, man. And and for me, I would say potentially organizationally changing, like, and it's, it's stuff like that where you go, like, I'm like, man, like, I wouldn't have thought of that because I get questions like that all the time. And I just go, like you said, I'll just answer really quick and I put it down. And it's someone like three months later will tell me something like, yeah, we used the person that you said, or we used the software that you said, or we looked at this thing or whatever. And then, you know, like, I, and I'm like, huh, that's kind of cool. Like, I didn't think about that. But yeah. like, to, to me, it was so normal that they go like, yeah, we never touched any of this. And so you kind of just pushed us in the right direction, which led to all this other stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool, man. But. Like, I th- not to get too far away from from this, but it's just the whole education thing and the knowledge thing. Like, education, to me, I always look at it as doesn't always have to be academia in terms of school. No, it doesn't. It, it can just be the sharing of information amongst each other. And sometimes it's as simple as asking the question uh, or just being willing to give the answer. Like, so many people are sort of protective. Protective, man. Yeah, that's true, man. And that's what, so, so I want to, you know, use that to, to encourage everybody out there that's, that's listening. Like, if you have information, like, make sure you're sharing that information that if you've done well with something with your inner circles, um, because you never know who you could help. Um, a lot of us just don't know. Like I said, we, if we don't have the exposure, we just never know. Yeah, it's and, enough and, food and for that, all of us, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of times things seem harder than what they are. You just got to kind of get your feet wet or you got somebody. If you have somebody that's already done it, they can kind of give you the blueprint to go and, and do the same thing. Will you have the same results? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you'll be better. Maybe you'll be worse. Maybe you'll be the same. But you have the blueprint. Yeah, dude, it's something as uh, we were talking about this the other day is um, I think we were talking about the whole like making your bed first thing uh, uh, in mm-hmm. the morning. It, it seems sort of like a waste, you know, I think on the surface when you go just make your bed. It's like, why? Like, I just want to walk out of my house. I'm going to rush. I'm doing whatever. But like that small victory and people don't look at it that way, but it sort of snowballs into a sense of feeling productive out of the gate, like mentally, like so much of this is mental. Like I said, like just these little things that just snowball into something bigger are are like so huge man like in the grand scheme of things like because like you said just, just try something like just do it just do the one thing knock out the one small like just check a box and then go from yep. there um yeah man shout out is there a way to donate to these guys like what do they do like oh there- crap i don't know the the company is uh, uh hope chicago um 
I'm anxious to see if there's other organizations like that, you know, even locally. I would I would encourage people to yeah. go look locally in your own markets. There's probably other organizations like this that, that are doing similar things. But this is Hope Chicago. So if you're a Chicago native or somebody around there, you want to donate to those guys, you can. Like I said, um, shout out to those guys and also uh, Pete Caden, who's already been doing this and is now, um, you know, doing it for Hope Chicago as well. That's awesome, man. Isn't uh, LeBron's school it does something similar, right? Like LeBron's I Promise, I the know. private school. Oh, I think yes, you're yes, guaranteed yes. into one of the, the, the universities. that I Guaranteed in the NBA. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know what? So there's like 20. There's also um, part of this thing is like you can't just go to any school. Um, there's 20 participating colleges. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. Within within the Illinois you know, area. Yeah, partnerships and, that they've set up probably yep. with these schools. Yeah. But like one of them is like University of Illinois, which is you know that, that's a, it's, it's, a, it's a big university, it's a big university, yeah, it's a state school. And then they have um, they have a goal. Their goal is to is to raise a billion dollars. Wow! Um, and send that what they, they want to send twenty four thousand students and six thousand parents. That's wow! So that's that's their goal. If they if they keep going like this, they'll get there in no time. But I guess you know you gotta have the initial goal to shoot for, Look, man. And billion then, dollars, man. Like that's like ask Elon. Elon got it. <laughs> <laughs> he sells some stock. He sells some stock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. I love dude. Like just seeing people like uh, as much of an asshole as I could be about a lot of stuff. There is something about like people sort of willing to help people that all. I'm always like, that's cool, man. Because like. Again, man, just going back to the information thing before, like you never know how much uh, you can change someone's life with something. Dude, think about some of these kids who didn't even think it was a possibility to go to school, like right. you said, because they couldn't afford it. And then to, to and generationally, maybe they're looking at their 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 parents and their parents' parents, and they're going like, "Man, I'm never getting out of this neighborhood, or right. or getting out of doing this." Or and listen, some of them are okay with that, and that's okay too. Like if you you know whatever whether it's the neighborhood or the trade or whatever there's nothing wrong with that but i think if you feel stuck in that and this gives you sort of the outlet then that you know that's awesome man and and it just took someone like thinking of an idea and wanting to be helpful and sort of like yeah i don't know i, I guess put a foot forward because dude, how many of us have the ability to say go yeah you know what i want to raise money for whatever cause and you just start reaching out to your network you'd be shocked at how quick people want to get raise it, bro. people do man dude i i think about the many times i've said no to something, whether it's five bucks for whatever or a dollar for this and that, it's not many, bro. I get guilted into the fucking St. Jude's kids at Walgreens <laughs> or at everything oh, yeah. all the time. At Publix, they'd be like, you want to give a dollar to the sick, <laughs> yeah. to the lepers? Who says no to sick <laughs> lepers, bro? <laughs> Who's Bro, I'm pretty sure I should own a wing at St. Jude's at this point. <laughs> I get guilted into that shit all the time because it involves kids. I'm like, fuck, I got to give money. I can't be an asshole. And then and you go, a, what's appropriate? Like They got a picture of a ball kid on there man like, and, yo i hate the fucking cashiers who be like how much and everybody's looking at you and you're like mother <laughs> a dollar fifty yeah. <laughs> nah bro I'm gonna be they, like, only, they look at you wrong and i'll be like well if your damn prices was low i could give more you know, bro, I, what I do is, is I look around me and if they look dumb and I feel like I can get away with it, I just be like, round up to the nearest dollar. Because, you know, they got to do math real quick. <laughs> and be like, ooh, that shit sounds like a lot. Just... <laughs> that shit is crazy, bro. I'm like, damn it. But, you, dude, 
many of us won't say no. Like no. I, we won't, man. We won't. Uh, I, I can think of very few times where someone's asked for something and now I didn't think it was a scammer. Where I was like, yeah, like one, like we won't. Like even if it's like you said, if it's a dollar, if it's two, if it's five, if it's a yeah. hundred. Like we're like. Yeah, like one out. And you have those places that go like, "Oh, do you want to run up to the nearest dollar?" Mm-hmm. To, to, and it's so the answer is always yes. Which I think is genius. That part I think is genius. Yeah. The rounding up because you go, most of us have already rounded up in our head anyway when we spend money, right? Yeah. Right. So like that part is genius, dude. I also fall into the trap of the GoFundmes. So now I just don't read them. If I see. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it, bro. I'm too like they're just sensitive, bro. Your money now. I'm too sensitive, bro. I'd be reading them, and if it's someone you know, and even if they're doing it on behalf of someone, they always get you with the fucking sap story. And I'm like, God damn it! I'm gonna give this guy fifty bucks. I don't know. I never <laughs> met him. I'm like, <laughs> I'd be looking at the goal, and it'd be like the goal's two hundred bucks, and I'm like, really, bro? The goal's two hundred bucks? Damn, bro. I'm like, all right. <laughs> See, in that case, man, you give it, you give it twenty. And you good to go. 10% of the way there, bro. Yep. yep. Yeah, man. I've, I've done that where I'm like, so now I just stay away. I see some go find me. I'm like, scroll. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's a picture, You're I like, scroll even quicker, bro. Unfriend. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mute. Post notification. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you sound like it's going to be an expensive week. <laughs> Shit, man. All right, man. What Bob, you got? Uh, you know, it's pretty been. Uh, it's been a pretty uneventful week in the world. So, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I, actually, man, my guy uh, or my carbon footprint, man, and I struggled because obviously, you know, we talk about this show, and it's 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 it can be people, it can be events, it can be things that sort of just shape uh, humanity or just shape the world or shape your community or whatever it is, like. But I, I just, ha- dude, I had to pick uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, who's the sitting president of the Ukraine. The right comedian? Now, the comedian, bro. <laughs> like the comedian. And that's I also have a soft spot for the comedian, bro. So I'm like, I gave it to him, man, uh, because obviously, uh, unless you live under a rock, you know, Russia has invaded or whatever, military operations, whatever they want to call it, into the Ukraine. They're blowing shit up in Ukraine. So um, this guy, man, as I watch him sort of give his, like, uh, press briefings and yeah. give stuff, I'm I'm so impressed by one, dude. The whole like where America's like, yo, you need to get the fuck out of there because you're 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 they're gonna, you're gonna kill die, you. right? Yeah, and he's like, nah. I'm like, bro, I, it got me thinking of what, dude. Okay, so that's a suicide mission in in essence. You're going, no, I'm choosing to stay here. And he's going, I'm staying here to fight. But in all reality, you're probably staying there to die, right? Because you're 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 outnumbered, outgunned, out whatever, like right. And so you go. I just kept thinking of that and going, dude, you have a, uh, you have kids, you have a wife, you have a family, you like, no one's going to blame you for going like, for leaving. I don't know. I I wouldn't, right? Like, no one's going to blame you for leaving. Maybe your people are going to be upset who are sitting there fighting for you. But to think of like, yo, what, what would you be that sort of passionate about that you're willing to stick around and die for? And there's not going to be an upside. Like, if you're going to die and you know, hey, my kids are going to get to grow up on this land that I'm very passionate about. But, like, if you think about it, bro, if he stays there and he dies, Russia wins, right? Like, they take over the thing. It's all in vain at the end of the day, right? It, it's all for pride. It's all ego. If you think about like, like, if you stay and you die there, you did it on ego. I don't know, bro, because if if you have, it's one thing if you if you retreat and then you go to your, let's just say, we'll say to your military and you go, hey, guys. This is a losing battle. 
I don't want you to fight anymore. I don't want anybody to die. We all need to pull back, right? But if you just go, all right, guys, like, yeah, go fight. And then, and then I haul ass. Yeah. Like, no, you can't do that, bro. I think as, that, a, as a leader, you can't. Of course do that. not. But how many people are actually willing to, like, bro, it's one thing to say that when your feet aren't to the fire, right? Like, but to me, dude, when you're, when you're in this scenario and you go, it is a very, like, bro, one of his speeches where he tells um, the, the sort of, not the transcript, but the rumors sort of behind it, the leak, because it was sort of behind closed doors to, to the rest of the world leaders, basically. It was like a call that they had. And he basically tells them, like, hey, guys, like, this is probably the last time you're going to see me alive. Like, cool. It's been a pleasure working with you kind of thing. I'm like, wow, bro. Like, to, to go into that knowing that. And still staying around me. And I know there's a lot of people in the Ukraine, so I don't want to. I know there's, you know, like we've heard of like celebrities like the Klitschko brothers and all that who are sticking around to fight. And, and obviously citizens. But to be the, the president of a country and be willing to sort of like stay there and fight and and die and all that. And and then the more that comes out about him, obviously this is throwing him into the spotlight. And so you sort of sort of go down the rabbit hole and start reading about him. Like, man, this guy is like, dude, he was like, he's like Trump. With the sort of, I would say, not with as combative with personality. Yeah, yeah, I guess that would be a way to say it, man, because he's the anti-establishment guy. He's a former right. celebrity, right? If you don't know, like, he was a comedian. He was an actor. He did a lot of uh, comedy movies, a lot of TV shows. Very popular in the Ukraine. Yep. Actually graduated from law school before he became an actor. So, you know, did that, but then decided that the, the acting thing was the passion. Like, he, he's he's actually, the, the thing I thought was kind of like, romantic in his whole thing was he's actually Russian speaking first. So he's from the region of the Ukraine that is actually Russian speaking. And so he does have, they have their own language. Yeah, they have you. Like, I think it's Ukrainian. Or I don't know what they call it. Honestly, I'd be ignorant. You know, I just like my, my ignorance, right? My, I, I thought like the USSR, like they all spoke Russian. There is regions. So I'm learning now. It's like there's there's uh, regions and then there's uh, I think they have their own language, which I, I don't I'm going to say Ukrainian, but I feel like that's probably going to be ignorant. But there are regions within the Ukraine where Russia is the language and then there are regions where it's not. Okay. So. He is from the region in the Ukraine where Russia is the main language. So that was his first language. That's what he grew up knowing. That's what he spoke. That's what he. And so and he's fluent. And I think it says he's fluent in Ukrainian. So must be in language because okay. it says he's fluent in Ukrainian, Russian and English. So he speaks English. And um, yeah, man, like, uh, dude, I just kept looking at this guy and watching the press conferences. And I go, man, that's dude. If you're the people of the Ukraine and that's your leader. You're probably feeling pretty good right now. About fighting. About fighting. Absolutely. Yeah. You're like, yeah, fuck it, man. This guy, this guy can leave right now. This guy's got a couple million bucks in the bank, I'm sure. He's got a thing. Like, he's got something to live for. And he's like, nah, bro. Like, it's, I may die fighting for this land and they may get it anyway, but I'm still willing to go down that route. Like, there's something inspiring about that, bro. And yeah. I started thinking about, like, what do I like that much? <laughs> <laughs> bro, to be honest with you, dude, hey, think about if, bro, if we were having neighboring wars between neighborhoods and you're like the fucking neighborhood a mile down the road, rolled the tank into my neighborhood to take over, I'm going to let them have it, bro. Like, there's like, I'd be like, why? Like, I, and maybe my personality is just the. Yeah, but what if, what if that tank is, is, I don't know. And, and no offense to anyone, right? But, but what if, you know, like, we'll just leave it in, in this context. What if that's a Russian tank and it's rolling in here? You're not picking up a gun to fight? Here's the thing, bro, is that my first, 
my first thought process, and and again, maybe it changes in that scenario, like in the heat of the moment, but I'm almost always going, before I get into conflict, it's like, okay, what's going to be the end results of this? And if the end result of this isn't going to push things forward, like the end result of something like that is either I'm dead or they're dead. So if I go, am I willing to die to be here? Or could I just as easily live in Canada? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> like, dude, if the U.S. is taking over, g- bye bye Canada. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, 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 for sure. But and so I feel a little differently because I go, if it's your country and you have pride in your country, and this is and this is where you live, and then a foreign invader comes in, like. Yeah, like I'm, I'm with the country dudes that I'm grabbing the rifle and let's go. And you see, and I think also too the sort of the 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 moment changes, right? Like if you're being invaded by a country where you feel like you have a fighting chance, or if I feel like all of my neighbors are going and I'm like, yo, we got a shot. I feel like when I'm looking at the Ukraine, though, it, it's like the David and Goliath thing or the, you know. And, it and very I, I keep, much is, it, And David won, right? So it's probably a shitty example. But the the I guess what I'm trying to say is it's the impossible scenario where you're going, yo, I'm fighting in vain because I'm going to die. And so really I'm fighting for ego because I'm going, I'm not going to let you just take this, but there's nothing for me to gain. And so like I always think. So do you just flee? So, so there's a whole, I mean, like, so let, if you think about the scenarios, does the whole country just go all right, fuck it. Let them have it. We have, because there have been countries, right? And I think the U.S. is one of them. I don't know for a fact, but I know like Ireland was one of them where they were just like, yo, re- refugees, come. Yeah. Because we know, we know what this is like. Come, yeah, come, come, come like, here. Yeah. Right. So, there's, so there's countries willing to take the refugees, right? So that, does the whole country just flee and just go, all right, yeah, you can have the land. Well, I mean, I I think they won't, right? Because no, but I'm saying so. Like, but in your scenario, right? If everybody thought like what you just said in that scenario, where you just go like, "Fuck it," you could have it. Does the whole country just evacuate? But it's what's happened, right? Historically, like if you if you think of history, bro, it's like the only thing that didn't happen was, uh, or that didn't happen was the hey, you can have it, but the bloodshed was there, and they won anyway. Is I guess is my point. It's like if you look at dude, the United States, we came in here and we're like, we took every state, and then we were talking about this the other day, and then we took Texas and we took New Mexico and we took Arizona and we took California from yep. Mexico, yep. and we're like, yeah, that shit's ours now, and we bullied them. And you go, we history did, we, we tells did, us the bigger them, one. The we did, but we, it's not <laughs> after, like we said after the fact. yeah, we didn't negotiate that, bro. We just went, yo, we'll give you this for your troubles, like go away. We gave him like a hundred k, and we're like, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> it was like a million dollars. No, they gave him like ten, like ten. Million. Did they? Yeah, that's a, that, that's a hell of a deal for all of California. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think I I think when I look at that, like to your point, I'm going. History has shown us that the fleeing part didn't happen, but the result was the same. And so, like, I think when I look at that, I go, yeah, man, there's, there's, I- I'm so inspired by the pride and the, um, I guess, willingness to fight for something that you believe in to that extent. And maybe it's because I'm an American and I'm spoiled and I've never been in a scenario where my freedoms were sort of uh, uh, threatened and all that. And so I take that for granted. You know, you know, he, he's grown up in the Ukraine where obviously there's been this sort of roller coaster of, of what regime has been in power. And, all, and so, which is what, like the last, what, 30 years? 
It's yeah, yeah, right. right. Thirty years. Yeah, they're about thirty yeah. years old. And the regime before him wasn't necessarily very progressive and very forward thinking. And so he's sort of come in and has been very like, uh, you know, hey, pro rights for people and pro gays and pro everything. You know, like everything that you would, I guess, if if you're left leaning, so to speak, from a social perspective, he's been sort of pro that and pro capitalism. Like, hey, man, we want to do things on our own and we want to be able to build things here. And so, and and he's put a lot of effort into doing that which by the way dude this guy was also the guy on the phone call with trump i don't know if you remember the whole trump got impeached because not because of this guy but trump was ultimately impeached because of the conversation that he had about bullying this guy um in terms of uh there was aid i think it was 400 million dollars that was supposed to go to the ukraine and trump was like now nah, i'm not paying you unless you come forward and say something about biden uh uh hunter biden because he was appointed the on, 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 on the board of that oil company that was based in ukraine like there's all these layers right. but anyway this is the same president who at the time was like Dude, to his credit, kind of looking back, he went, nah, Trump never bullied me, but he was sort of like, yo, man, I don't want to get involved. His quote at the time was, I don't want to get involved in an international election or or in a foreign country's election. And if I say something right now, it's going to sway the voters. Like, I'm out. Like, nah, man, Trump was cool. Like, we're fine. Like, everything's good. I'm sure part of that is like, yo, I want that 400 mil. But then also, like, he's going like, dude, I... Yeah, he had morals. Exactly. And so... Yeah, man, I, I, I just, just going back to before, like, I, I, I kept thinking about, like, is there something that I'm so passionate about that I love enough to be willing to die for in terms of real estate? Like, because history has shown me that I'm not going to win that battle, right? Like, if, if England's coming into my country and I'm in the 1500s or 1600s or 1700s or 1800s, England's going to win, bro. Like, except... Except in seventeen, America, motherfucker. Except in seventeen seventy-five. Take that red coat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, bro, like, so, so I think having that, I guess, uh, 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 I guess knowing that or having that in the back of my mind, I'm going, okay, I'm just here to die. It's a suicide mission. So, am I willing to die for pride, for ego, or? For it being symbolic, maybe to my people. I don't know. Like, I don't know how far you think that through because, again, history tells me I'm not going to win this. In most cases. But when you look at America, like, that's how America was formed, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they fought the bully and they won. So it can be done. Sure. Sure, sure. And and in America is probably like the greatest example of that of all time. I guess you could argue like the Greeks had some prominent battles but like yeah i mean look at look at like the i mean i know that the the, the movie 300 um is not 100 percent accurate no but, but yeah it's based it on does it does it's based on it's based on truth but, but america had strength in numbers though right like they may not have been here but they did sort of recruit like the natives to fight with them and and all that like yeah but i mean even that like they didn't all fight with them and then you know dealing, what i mean and, 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 and actually actually man the 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 british also employed the the yeah, native yeah. americans to fight against the the americans because they were like yo like they keep pushing you guys out help us defeat them and then we'll give you you know you will let you guys be yeah i would say to the 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 at that time it's like you're the british you're like you can only send so many at a time in a ship where if you're america you're like okay we have to prepare for this in waves that come every few months or weeks or whatever like now you're going like, yo, this shit's going to be here in five minutes. Like, are you ready to take wave after wave after wave after wave after missile after missile? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely different. Dude, and and actually, man, we don't even have to go that far, bro. World War II, if you look back to World War One, America's army was in the hundreds of thousands, I think. 
And then by World War II, we had to scale up into the millions because as far as size is concerned, because it's funny, man, they don't teach us World War One in school, right? Because we fucking lost. <laughs> so I guess in the grand scheme of things, we weren't victorious in that war because that shit taught us something that we went on. Oh, we better get our shit together. And we built up this army 20 years later. We're fighting World War II. Ooh, sounds like Russia. Exactly, man. And, and <laughs> tripled the size. Like and Russia, we, yeah, we, and we went like, you know, very pro-nation. And, and like, so, uh, yeah, man, looking at this, I'm going, fuck, man, that's brave as shit because I feel like you're signing up to just get, to, to, to die. And to die and potentially it being vain. You know, I feel like if I, if I knew I was going to die, but like my kids got to have this, my family got to take, like, I, I feel like there's something in knowing you just, that you're willing to die for that. You cause. just don't know though. You don't, but I feel like you do. Like if you're him, you got to know like, yo, if they make it as far as like, they're killing me, it's probably fucking over. Because I think in this scenario, if you kill the head of state, you sort of kill the morale, right? Like if you kill the president of the United States, like there's something that happens maybe here because our army is so big and, 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 and powerful to an extent, like because we invest so much in it, like maybe not. But if you're a country like the Ukraine, that size and army, that's small, like your morale lives and dies with this guy right now. I feel like like there's dude, there has to be no one in the world who has more pressure than this guy or or no pressure. Maybe because he's like, fuck, I'm in a I'm in a situation, situation I'm supposed to lose. Right. in. yeah, maybe there's none. But you like an entire country potentially right now crumbles. Or, like, you know, comes out on the other side of this victorious or, or, or I, I don't even know what, I don't even, do you win? I don't, how does this yeah, work? I don't know. I don't know. How does this work? Did you, so did, did you see um, the, the, the photograph of him in, like, the fatigues with the vest and everything? Yeah. Did you see? That shit was from last year. Bro. <laughs> Was it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. So it's not it, even a recent. It's not. They're recent. just trying to use photographs, dude. Though. So that's the you other figure thing. this guy's got to be in hiding, though, right? Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. I don't, don't want to. Not in hiding, like but I, I guess do. you don't want to take pictures right now if you're that guy, right? Like, <laughs> but I just saw like there's there's so much misinformation out there right yeah. now, and like that was one of them. I saw that I saw that picture circulating like on LinkedIn, and that first the first time I saw it, I was like, oh man, that that that's fucking super honorable, right? If you're if you're a soldier in Ukraine and you see this dude come out with a flak jacket and, and fatigues on, you're going like, oh, yeah, like, let's go. Right. But then it turns out that that picture is not that picture was from like last April or some shit. I know, but I seen him in a V-neck and jeans and I was just as impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, bro. <laughs> you ready for war? <laughs> but there is, man. There's so much misinformation out there. But but you know, I, I'm, I'm kudos to the to the world for like not only condemning this but actually hitting them where it hurts right so they're so i know that their 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 currency has like crumbled with with regards to uh its value um the na the and, and it was like even the, the stuff that probably that, that i that i go like it doesn't really matter but it really does financially like the nhl said we're not playing games there um fifa pulled them out from playing in the soccer tournaments um, Switzerland, who always stays neutral. They're, they're the neutral part. Yeah, it's the running. Switzerland is always neutral, bro. And they've got in it and frozen their assets. Yeah. You know, we've frozen their assets on this side. I know where Formula One pulled out of their race. That's right. The World Cup. You, you already said the World Cup. I think, yep. right? Yeah, pulled out. Yeah, the, I mean. Um, the the whole, like, Swift thing, which I go like, ah, they, 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 they were going to do it. 
Can you talk about that? Do you know anything about the Swift yeah, thing? So I think the Swift, it's funny, man, because I was thinking last this week. banking, right? uh, Yeah, it's banking. And so last week I was going to talk about like sort of the financial implications of this whole thing because obviously, I first of all, I was wrong. I never thought Russia would do this, bro. <laughs> but, like I was one eh, I think I even told you, like, bro, nothing's going to happen. It's going to be these back channel things. And I remember the first morning where they're like, nah, and there's like missiles going. And I was like, holy shit, they did it. Like, the, uh, So I was shocked. But from uh, the, my, my thought the first couple days was basic was monetarily just because of what i do i just thought more of the money wise the swift thing has to do with um so if you send a wire transfer through a through the banks right now right like if i send a wire to you the swift is the system that communicates from bank to bank and it's sort of the adopted uh tool worldwide right and then all it is honestly for i guess in layman's terms it's like sending a fax or a text or an email right the swift just tells my bank uh, it goes from my bank and it tells your bank, hey, uh, Juan sent you 10 bucks. You can go ahead and put that money because the money doesn't actually move, right? Like money actually moves uh, overnight or weekly or whatever. There's batches that money gets sent in and gotcha. that aren't like at the time that I hit send on a wire transfer. But right? from the individual basis, you can I can get it now. Exactly, because the SWIFT just tells this bank and it's secure. That it's thing. legit. Yeah, it's legit, right? Yeah. It's like these. And so without getting too far down a rabbit hole, it's basically a communication system between banks to say, hey, this is legit. So-and-so has money coming. He has the money. It's going to hit this account. Blah, and, and then that bank knows to make it available in your account. Um, what that does is if Russia can't do that, obviously, if they have uh, assets overseas, they can't bring it back. If they have uh, debts and all that stuff that they pay, they can't pay out. If they have um, anything that they're sort of, uh, I guess, from a trade perspective that they're buying from other countries, they can't get. But more importantly, I think what it doesn't let them bring money back in. And it doesn't let their powerful people get their money in or out, right? Like, so if you cut them off of SWIFT, there's no way to move money between banks, right? So if they have money in a Swiss bank account and Swiss uses a SWIFT system, there's no way. You have to go there and physically withdraw money and then get on a plane back to Russia, right? Like, that would be – so you have to sit there and go, like, bank to bank and basically take out money. But in this scenario where the Swiss froze their assets, I don't even care if you even go there. It's it's, it's on lock. No, you can't. Yeah, because they're they're using sort of these these laws of where you can freeze assets if they feel like you're a criminal in international war or whatever. So they can freeze that. The reason I always thought like we wouldn't freeze the whole Swift thing is because that has implications from an economic perspective worldwide. If you like Russia, obviously, is a big player in in the world economy. And so they have assets and they have debts and they have all kinds of things worldwide. Right. And so those things are based on um, they're valued against the U.S. dollar uh, because the U.S. the, the, the U.S. dollar has sort of the is the currency that everything is measured against in the world, right? Like, as far as value is concerned, right? Okay. The U.S. dollar is sort of the measuring stick. If you say, hey, you guys can no longer do this, Russia isn't just going to go, oh, man, I can't get my money. They're going to go find other ways, right? One of the ways they can do that is crypto. So now you t- take this whole crypto economy and you go, worked out really well for them. Or they go to China, who's cool with them, and they go, hey, we're going to sort of value all of our debt or our trade and yuan and so and, and Chinese currency. And then you go by doing that, it sort of raises the value of sort of the Chinese. Uh, 
and I'm trying to, I don't want to get too technical, but essentially what it does is if, because China is such a big player in the world marketplace, it sort of gives China leverage now that their currency could potentially become the world dominated currency, I guess, and to, to keep a long story short. And so it, it takes the hegemony of the dollar, which is like its dominance over sort of the world economy and, and drops and it down a little bit. That. Yes. So this is why, like, it, like why we haven't done it. Like, I love how we're like, oh, we're thinking about doing it. And, and they're like, why wouldn't you just cut them off from? that the reason you won't is because it has all these implications that could potentially harm the dollar long term and i've and the euro so europe and the u.s are like yo all of our debts and all of this stuff uh, everything we do all the sort of like intercompany um relationships that we have and agreements we have are all based on this value based on a dollar or based yeah. on a euro this potentially goes to shit like it cripples the the value of that because they have this plan. Like if China wasn't in the equation, you're okay. Um, because then they would go to crypto and the crypto market isn't dominant enough now to sort of like cripple you from that perspective. Right. But this is why these guys are sort of like, yeah, we're thinking about it, but we're not going to do it. It's, it's self-serving, right? It's it's not, we're, we're sort of looking out for our own self-interest. So it isn't necessarily. Uh, and so what I suspect is what's happening is there's people moving assets in the background and then eventually we'll go. Yeah, we'll do it when we feel like there's been enough moved that we go, it isn't going to be crippling for sort of the people in cahoots, right? Like for the Europe and for US and whatever. And we'll eventually go, yeah, now they're out of the SWIFT system because we're sort of in the background moving all kinds of things or making things happen that um, because if I get into the technicality of this, we're going to go four yeah. hours. So don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway. Keep but, it simple. So that's why we haven't cut them out of that. But, dude, I, my initial thought was, hey, these not only has Russia hurt themselves by doing this, by attacking the Ukraine, because you go at the end of the day, the victory here is, yes, you get this country or whatever. I guess that's what the end goal is. Right. They want to take land, over right? Yeah, the land and you take this over. If you're cut out from every other economic marketplace other than China, maybe China provides them enough in terms of they'll buy enough of their oil and they'll and they can get enough stuff from China as far as trade is concerned that they don't care but it it cripples their economy i mean you've named all these people now who've already pulled out of doing things if you're a russian oligarch or you're a businessman of any capacity in russia who is like you're basically going to be blackballed from anywhere else in the world and then dude the world economy suffers because if Russia's a big sort of exporter, uh, uh, obviously gas, right? So gas prices are getting ready to gas hit. Gas and oil. Yeah, right. yeah. So, so oil's getting ready to hit. What It's over $100 a barrel, I think. O open the reserves. Yeah, uh, they're going to have to. But even then, I I feel like we're going to hit $5 a gallon gas prices here in the next, like, three months. Yeah, you think I could so, be wrong. Bro? Yeah, man. I think by summer we hit $5 a gallon. I could be wrong, man. They'll open the reserves. They'll do stuff. But that's only going to go so far. And then what's going to happen is is that so things like nitrogen for whatever reason uh um we get a lot of nitrogen from Russia that impacts sort of soil which impacts food which and so food prices go up right and so there's all these like roll like this domino effect that that happens because they did this because now we're going like well fuck we can't trade with Russia so we're going like well now we got to go over here where maybe it's more expensive or we don't have enough of it so we have to raise the price like supply and demand right so this hurts their economy but it also hurts everyone else Everybody just is. as much man and like we've already been having um, issues with the supply chain right and mm -hmm. so if if um if gas prices gas prices goes up that that increases prices on everything. Everything. Gallon of milk. Everything. Everything. Bread. Because, because like you need whatever. plastic, right? And plastic yep. is built off of, of petroleum. Like like everything gets impacted by the price of oil. So um it hurts. Like it, it will hurt them long term longer 
because I think they, they're, I don't know, bro, they're decades from recovering from this. But everyone else in the short term in the next year were fucked in terms of like oil prices and food and right. and everything else. Like, yeah. Did you see that that it was like a I don't know it was like a video of um, a woman, a sort of an old woman in, in Ukraine that was speaking with um, a Russian soldier, and she gave him sunflower seeds, and she basically told him like, "Your dead body will sprout sunflowers." <laughs> I was like, man. If you come in as a soldier and some old lady tells you that, I'm having second thoughts about being over here. Are you? Or are you blowing her brains out? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we over here. You know what though, man? As I as I as I watch this, I, I go like, man, this is because my kids were asking me about it, and I go like, man, is this it's the equivalent in my eyes of Florida defecting, right? Or any or any state, but yeah. I, I I go Florida because because I, I live here. Florida defecting for a period of, of 30 years and then the U.S. going like, nah, like you didn't really defect correctly. And, and, in, the, and in the government, because the Russian government is not telling their people that oh, we just want the land back. They're telling them like, hey, there's a that like their 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 uh their government is corrupt. They got Nazis over there. So we're going over as a peacekeeping mission. Oh, by the way, there's sections in Ukraine that are super like pro Russia and they want to be a part of us. So we're gonna go in there first. Right? And so and they've they've taken advantage of the fact that there's been a civil war in the Ukraine because of that over the last however many years. Like right. they've heard, there's already been a war within the Ukraine because of that. So so the Russia Ukraine side, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. And so I was telling my kids, like, if, if, you know, if, if Florida defected at some point and then the U.S. wanted to take it back and like, you know, I don't know, Jacksonville and Pensacola, right? Those areas were wanted to be part of the U.S. again. And so the, so the U.S. kind of moved down through there. I don't know how I would feel as a soldier, a Marine, a, a sailor um, coming in because I would go fuck man like i got people down there like i got cousins and aunts and uncles and you know whatever else i don't know how and so like i empathize with yeah it's like a civil war it's like the civil war yeah Yeah. and so you just go like man i I don't it's it's difficult to go like i'm like because you're not fighting like like you don't you don't want to you almost want to go you almost want to go in there as a soldier and go yo can can we just like join like I don't want I don't want to kill anybody. I don't want to kill anybody. Yeah. Like I just I just want you to I just want to join, but you have folks that are, that are there that that want to be a part of Russia, and so I don't know if the I'm hoping that 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 these uh, that these peace talks, you know, come to some sort of agreement, and maybe the agreement is that there's a there's a large section of Ukraine that becomes part of you Russia. Can keep that region and then Right. And then the other part wants to stay free, man. Like, ah, dude. I, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know enough uh, from a geopolitical or better like to know what that if that's possible or or if it's uh, it's on the table or I'm glad you brought up the the sort of your kids thing and and that because like when I was thinking about this man my, and I was thinking about us doing this, my my like thoughts were like to you as a soldier going if you're the soldier uh, like let's take rush out of it for for the moment but in that scenario if you're yeah. the u.s and you're can like can we correct it really quick man marine marine i'm sorry okay 
Soldiers are from the army. I'm a civilian, Thank sir. You. I don't Thank know. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm a civilian, sir. We're not aware of this. Uh... He's like, aren't you guys all on the same team? All I know is that y'all the few, y'all the few and the proud. That's right. <laughs> based, on, based on the commercials. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So like as a Marine and, and going back to what you were saying before, if if you're in, in the U.S. and you're like trying to get back Florida, like how like on both ends, right? If you're Florida and you're a soldier of Florida, like, and are you willing to go and die now to defend Florida? And then on the other side, like, you're getting orders and maybe you don't agree with them. Like, how convicted are you in your mission? Because you're like, yo, we're going in here, but these motherfuckers got guns too. Like, right. there's a good chance I could die. And so I think where I go back to, like, what I was saying before and, like, wanting to ask you that is because I feel like the thing to say as guys is, like, nah, bro, I'm fighting. I'm doing this, this, and that. But I go, nah, man, if if it really comes down to it and I'm being honest with myself, there's certain scenarios where I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't believe in that enough to, to be willing to die. Like, like, there's things that maybe I'm willing to die from because I'm that convicted in them. I'm not that like Vladimir Putin is not the guy I'm willing to die for. But maybe those guys feel differently. Like maybe you, I won't even name a president because you, you no, won't be able to remove the. It doesn't matter. But like, yeah, you have to believe enough in your leader to be willing to go and die for him. If even if you're the invader or the invadee, like I don't even know if invadees are. Yeah, man. But. I mean, like I don't. It, it, it's it's funny, man, because when I was in the military and and I didn't I didn't see any wartime. Right. But but the feeling that I had when I was in was I'm fighting for and with the guys that I serve with on a daily basis. There was never a time when when I went like matter of fact, you know, like I was in during like the Clinton years. There was never a time where I went like, oh, yeah, like whatever Bill says, you know, I'm going to go do it was it was never that way, man. And so, you know, you take you take orders from people way below Bill. Right. And 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 again, I was in during during those Clinton years was actually good years for military because we were it was good in the in the fact that it was a lot of peacetime. Um, there was some bad financial moves that yeah, that, for sure. that that Bill Clinton made. But regardless of that. But if you're in the military, it was a good time. Yeah. In terms of like in terms of peace. peace. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and, and so looking at it from that perspective of going like, oh, I'm going to go take back Florida or, you know, Texas or, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't think I would feel the same as if if I was going over to fight sort of a, a foreign enemy. Yeah, that has to be different. So now because I thought about this as a parent too, like, you know, in the Ukraine, they're telling people to stay back. And I'm going, am, am I willing to look at my son and go, hey, fight for this. Yo, we're about to get blown up. But, you know, you got to die with pride and fight for this. We, we want to go down swinging. Like, am I willing to look my son in the eye and go, hey, yeah, you're like, yeah, let's go fight Russia. Right. It's mass military power because we're going to defend this. And can I with a straight face look at him in the eye and go like, yeah, because we're trying to keep this. Like, I know or I I don't know, but I there's a high likelihood, right? Like, if I'm a betting man, I'm going 70% chance we're all going to die, right? Like, hey, so <laughs> am I willing to look at my kids right. and, and go... If, if your kid goes, Dad, are we going to die? Like, what's your answer? Yeah, like, nah, man, we got this. We got to stay and fight. Like, it, that's not the time, bro, for, like, the rah-rah. Like, I feel like that's the time to go, there's a really good chance, son, we will, or daughter, or whoever. Like, we have to decide right now, like, is this whole thing... 
Like, are we willing to, or should we just head over to Poland? Like, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, that's, no, no, no. It's, it's true, but but what if? So what if it's not just you and your son, right? Now you put like your whole family, and then your 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 family and your family's friends and and all y'all are together, and everybody's like, yo, we gotta like we gotta fight. I think that the, it's it's all based on like there's it's not just pride. There's a there's a feeling that comes along when the people that you know and love are willing to go and do something and there's and there's purpose behind it. Yeah. I could see that because I could see like if we go back to like the before the neighborhood, if I know all my neighbors are out there armed and they're fighting, I'm gonna be like, All right, fuck man, I gotta do it. I gotta it. go. It's like they're I, I could potentially get bullied into it that way. And it's not even bully, man. It's like it's, a, it's, it's it's like it's the guy you know like your neighbor down the street that came over and fixed your fucking plumbing the other day and then the other neighbor cuts your grass and then the other dude you know when you guys were in hard times he brought you over fucking milk and eggs you know what i mean like yeah it's it's that man i think it's really that and and i think that's that's what that's what being in the military shows you um that that sort of that that brotherhood and that camaraderie when you get around people like that and you go like yo we're all in this together and we have a common enemy and we're gonna go fight it's funny man because like in the same like thought right i had like for whatever reason it's made me think of like um the invasion of germany uh and sort of in um world war ii mostly like within germany obviously but like going in and sort of seeking out jews right and I thought of like if one of my neighbors was Jewish and they were hiding in my house, or they asked like, "Hey man, the fuck, they're down the street. Like, can I hide in your basement or whatever? Like, would I be willing to do that at sort of the risk of my life?" And I kept thinking like, when I put my kids in the equation, I would want my kids to know like, like. So the flip side of that is like, yo, do I dime them out? And they die. And for the rest of my life, my kids go like, fuck, man, I just saw my neighbor get murdered because my dad like saw that. Like in that scenario, I feel like I would definitely try to protect them because if I died, I I feel like knowing my kids saw me die for that and go like, damn, my dad stood up for that. And like, that was cool. Like he took one for those guys. Like that's the kind of man like I I sort of like look up to. It's it's a feeling. bro. It's a feeling, bro. And so in that scenario, I could justify like going like, no, I would absolutely help them hide. Right. Like I wouldn't even think twice. I would I would help them hide. I would like because like the humanitarian in me goes, no, I I can't. I got to try. Right. Then the rational part of me in this like war thing goes like, fuck, you just want my house? Like I can move, bro. Like I don't really want it that bad. But I think it changes like to your point in that like you could sort of build up a uh, a pride within the neighborhood or the country or whatever. Like absolutely, and, bro. and go like, nah, man, well, fuck that. Like, like fuck we're here. That. Yeah. They can't come Let's and go. take yeah. this from us. And maybe in that sense, you die full of adrenaline <laughs> and hype this shit. It makes it easier. It's, bro, there's so many layers to this, man, where I, like, obviously, it's a shitty time for the people in the Ukraine, man. And, like, I, I, I don't even want to get into, like, what, I don't know that I have an opinion on whether it's right or wrong. I know it's wrong for people to be sort of murdered, right? Like, I know it's wrong for, like, I feel like there's kids going to school right now in the Ukraine and they're, like, in bunkers. And, like, like I know that stuff's wrong. It feels wrong, right? Like, so I can sort of say from that perspective, it doesn't feel right. I don't know that I can sit here as an American and go, Vladimir Putin is wrong because I don't know who gets to this. I, I like morally, ethically, I can say he is right. But uh, like, if I have that, I have to have that same energy for America, right? Like, I have to say, hey, when we went into Iraq, 
we kind of sort of did the same thing under the guise of like, hey, we wanna we wanna overturn your government because you guys deserve sort of like democracy, right? And so, yeah, so to the world it looks like you guys are the good guys because they're doing this, but essentially we're kind of doing the same thing. We're just handing it over to people that we like better to say, hey, you run this now. We ain't like Saddam, and we said, ah, oh, you got you know these guys got weapons of mass destruction potentially that we never found, right? Like. I wasn't criticizing America for that, right? Like, or if I was, then I should. No, I'm but criticizing there's Russia. There's definitely, um, you know, cases where we can go back and look at American history, yeah. and go like, oh, like you pushed out all the Native Americans from where they were living for you for Lord knows how many thousands years, of years, right? Probably, like, who right? knows? Yeah. Um, and and so we, we like we've done that within this own landmass that we call the United States. So definitely not not pointing fingers. Um. No, no, because the world is full of conquerors, right? Yeah. So uh, Gandhi, uh, you know, you say America to where like the world has been full of conquerors, right? The Roman Empire. Gandhi wasn't a conqueror, man. He's a no, not God. Oh, God, fuck. Who am I? Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad you corrected me, bro. Gandhi peaceful as fuck. God. And I'm over here like, like Gandhi. I'm, when you say Gandhi, I'm like, uh, I'm like the dude with the glasses. You're so right. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> That's that gin lemonade you drinking, bro. <laughs> <laughs> who's homeboy from South Africa, bro? Uh, who's the um um um. Ooh, fucking not not Desmond Tutu. No, no. Um, I know you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I was about to be um, like him. <laughs> but nah, you. So anyway, like yeah, like, like Mandela. The world, yeah, Nelson Mandela. Like, like the the world is full of like people who've conquered, right? Like if you go back, like Roman Empire, like Genghis Khan. Yeah. You know the United States. I don't even know who you could credit to, like as a person for that one. Oh like, my god. You but like uh, you know kings in UK, like uh, uh, in England, like. So yeah, the, the, fucking, the world Andrew, has been built. Andrew Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the true, world's bro. Been, yeah, now you're right. Like, so the world's been built on that. But when we've looked at it, it's been through the lens of history, right? Like back then, right? right. When it we're actively, not there anymore. We're not there anymore. And so we forget that at the end of the day, bro, we're the people who did that. We're people, uh, bro, and we're people now, right? And the difference is, is like we're sort of more interconnected, and so we find a way to sort of maybe find peace because we're not just rolling up in ships and suddenly just fucking up your, you know, all your, you, you blowing up your village or whatever. Like we have the capability of talking to each other beforehand, I guess, and then and the world sort of lives on this like code of mutually agreed upon destruction, if you will, because like us and Russia were going, bro, if you pull the nuclear codes, like we will too, and everybody's fucking gone. So like right. that's basically how we all survive, bro. It's like it, the only reason Russia doesn't fuck us up is because like, oh, we die too. So that's literally how the whole world right now sort of stays at bay. It's like if I blow you up, all of us are blown up. So we're going to agree to not blow each other up. But if we'd have been 200 years ago, bro, we'd have still been sending ships to go fuck people up because we want that piece of real estate. Like, yeah. it, And so we haven't changed in that aspect, right? And so when I look at it from that perspective, I go, yeah, it's it, it, like, I don't know. It, it isn't any different than any other time in history, I guess, is, is, is how I'm looking at it. And it's not to justify him. I guess I 
I don't know what the answer is, right? It looks fucked up from a humanitarian perspective, but I also don't know all the nuance and all this stuff. And I also feel like if I'm going to judge him, I got to judge America for everything they've done over the last 200 years, right? Like, you know, going yeah. back to the Mexico, I think you brought that up. We were talking, maybe it was off air. We were talking about um, the Texas thing and the New Mexico yeah. thing and all that stuff. Like, we just took that over and said, nah, we want it. And we just fucking massacred. Yeah, I want to say te- Texas, just to keep a long story short, it's like Texas... Uh, the U.S. sort of bought Texas, and then there was a dispute over where the where the sort of the property line was, and then we went to war over the property line, and then in in within that war took over took the property line where we wanted it to be, and then took Arizona and New Mexico and California, still paid Mexico. I think they paid them like ten million, but essentially. We just took it, bro. You you never hear Mexicans asking for reparations. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta bring Wait. that up? <laughs> I'm, bro, just I, just I, because Black History was over. I think I just I'm not. I don't know, man. I feel like d- it's fucked up, right? Like when you look at it, like I, I I feel for the people in Ukraine and all that. I feel like as Americans, though, this is also a time where we gotta look inwards and go. If we're gonna be critical of that, we sort of maybe have to be critical. Of the things that got us where we are today as well. Yeah, you might want to teach critical race theory. <laughs> <laughs> Sean said that. <laughs> just keeping it just keeping it real. I don't know if you heard, but in our state that might be illegal so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. You can't say that shit. You can't say, you can't that say shit here, bro. We'll call it CRT. Yo, does that make it illegal for us because we're in Florida recording that you can't say that stuff at work? Is this technically work? Um, no, not, this no, is a we nonprofit. Get, we don't get paid. This is a nonprofit. <laughs> this is a nonprofit. It's like a church. It's <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> we be rich. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> if this is a church, we'd be doing this from a yacht right now <laughs> or a <our> private plane. <laughs> But no, man. Like, shout out to the uh, to, to, to the Ukraine people. I mean, I know you guys are doing your thing and and trying to defend your country, and and you know the the world is with you guys. Um, again, don't know what's right and what's wrong, but I but I but I would say that in this day and age, um, a, attacking an independent country just because you, in, in in I think in Putin's view, he feels like they were. They became independent sort of like in an invalid way. Yeah, and then he sees them as a threat because they're potentially joining the EU and NATO, and he's basically selling it to his people. Like, if that happens, these guys could potentially come for us sort of thing. And like, Right. Um, and you just wonder, man, like, like if Russia's still a very big country. It's big as fuck, bro. right? Like, it, half it of is. it is uninhabitable, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's like Canada. Yeah, bro, go build some cabins, uh, some vacation destinations <laughs> like we do here. And um, yeah, it's like Canada, right? Like, 75% of Canada can't nobody <laughs> live in, except for moose. <laughs> what is there in moose and Eskimo? What is there in Russia? Like, caribou? What the fuck is that? I don't know, man. I Fucking know, reindeer. Bro. Yo, if you're Vladimir Putin, though, like, bro, what's endgame here? And then is there coming back from this? Like, do you have to remove... Does the world now move in on Vladimir Putin? Like, the same way we did sort of with Saddam Hussein, right? And then who's going to be that guy? And the thing is, so so I think that now the latest uh, the la- latest things from the past week was um, countries are now sending ammunition. Like missiles and stuff. Yeah, like like to Ukraine. Ooh. And that's what I wanted to ask you about. Sorry, before when we were talking about you being a Marine was so 
right? There, there's this feeling right amongst people in America that go, why aren't we doing more? Or any country, right? Like any any sort of westernized country in Europe. Like, why aren't we doing more? Should we go in and help, right? Because if we go in and we start dropping bombs, maybe Russia sort of backs up and goes, oh, fuck, right? But are you willing to send your kids to go fight in a war that isn't your battle, right? Like, and that, that's sort of the other part that I wanted to talk to you about was like, are you willing to go like, yeah, let's go help these guys because we're sort of, we're, we're big brother going to help out our little brother who's being bullied sort of thing or not. Like, who made us the world police? And then, like, at some point in time, dude, the scales are going to tip, right? Where we'll no longer be sort of the world power and someone's going to check us. Right. And so I think there's all these things that we have to take into account. Like, if we go and we bomb, like, we're giving ammunition, which I'm sure is going to cause sort of a political nightmare later on or, or something in the relationships or the tensions there. If we go in and we provide soldiers, which I'm sure we are in the background somewhere, we're just not saying it. No, I think what we're doing now is we're, we're essentially lining up and it's not just us, sort of NATO, right? It's sort of like lining up soldiers and stuff around or, or in the NATO countries that border that area. Okay. So so basically going like, okay, like we're going to put all these sanctions on you and everything, but if you move past Ukraine, like it's on and popping. But not, oh, because Ukraine isn't in NATO, they correct. won't go into NATO. Correct. So, but I guess... Is doing that sort of like a, I don't want to say it's posturing because you're going, they're never going to go past that, right? Like they only want Ukraine. They didn't say we want Europe, right? Like, the, or we want Belarus yeah, or we but, want, I guess there's nothing stopping. But them look at, right, right. Look at Hitler, right? So, so, it's, yeah. so is, is, is Putin our, our, our modern day Hitler where he's going to go like, oh, like, yep, we, we got this. And now I want to push past this and get this other piece of land. Like you don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. You know, no one knows what his what his deal is, and I, and I, and I know that he has um, people on the interior, like his his sort of like inner group that is going, hey, like we don't really agree with this. Um, they've got multiple protests in 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 the capital, right, in Moscow, and so the people are not agreeing with it. And then now, since all the financial hits, the people have got to be like, hey, man, like what the fuck? We were fine without them. Yeah, like, leave them alone, dude. I almost thought of like. Because I I can I can kind of make an argument for or against like if I'm the U S right and we go maybe you let the people vote on something like this or the soldiers and you go hey man do you want to go help right and then I went if if we say hey yes you go help do you open up the pool to say let Marines and let and and let the Navy and let the Army guys go sign up for like hey do you want to go help the Ukraine and maybe that way I'd feel sort of like okay, like, cool, like, these people are willing to help and they're willing to put their life on the line for sort of this cause instead of us forcing them into this war. Because right. whenever I think of, like, like you're in the Marines, right? If, if you know, your commanding officer, whoever goes, like, yep, bro, we're going to go help Ukraine tomorrow, you have to essentially go fight in a war and potentially die for something that has nothing to do with you. And so you could think of, like, I guess there's two ways to look at it is like, yeah, fuck, there's nothing to do with me and I'm about to die. Or, hey, I'm doing it to help some, like, 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 a, 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 I guess someone who's being bullied because we look at as Russia as sort of the bully and Ukraine, like, right, doesn't have the military might maybe or, or even the, the, the capital or whatever. Like, so, like, I guess my thought is like, how, how can you. Who's who determines, I guess, who should be the ones to sort of stand up for people and then. Is there an obligation because we have sort of this might to sort of step in and then who gets to call that shot? Like, I don't know, like in the world, like who checks us, right? Like I go like, yo, if America steps in, yeah, we could probably end this. It might be, it might lead to a lot of 
terrible shit. Like a lot of lives lost for sure on the both civilian and sort of military side. But like, then who checks us? Like, I think the problem is, is like, then does China step in when we get out of line? Like when we go into right. Iraq, how cool would we have been if China goes like, nah, bro, like we, we're going to go back up Saddam or we're going to back up, you know, like. I think it happened in Afghanistan, right? Like with Russia, like like didn't, uh, didn't Russia and Afghanistan? There was a whole thing there where sort of they right. So 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 Afghan. Um, to go back a little history, right? Afghanistan, um, Russia was. Tra- I don't know what they're trying to do. Whether they were trying to take over or whatever, but but the Af- the uh, Afghanistan folk people were fighting against Russia, and we were giving them weapons. And then the same folks that we were giving weapons to became the enemy of the state at some point, and that was like. Bin Laden in them, <laughs> right? No, and it was, and then and, and then we ended up, you know, obviously seeking them out. But enemy of the state changes could change day to day. Depends on what we're and at. right. So so like right. So like if we, you know, if if it is in our best interest, and, and again, I think that the the what's being fed to us is that this is what Russia's doing is morally wrong. Yeah, absolutely, right? yeah. And and I don't disagree with that. Yep, absolutely. But I, but I do wonder, and I'm skeptical about, you know, what does it mean if Russia takes over Ukraine? Does that is there financial impact to the U.S.? Is there, you know, I don't know. Is there? Can we no longer get this cheap thing that we get from Ukraine right now? Again, I don't know what that is. Yeah, we're going to find out later on that there was something. Right. No, I, and actually, I don't think there's anything because I think we would have been, right been involved. Right yeah, it, there's no way we would have let right. this happen in the first place. I think if there was something to be gained, like Iraq or like right. Afghanistan, right? Like, so I think, yeah, y'all better find oil in the Ukraine and we'll come through. <laughs> 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 got to get that oil. You got to. <laughs> I, so I think for me, like going back to you, like it, I don't have trouble saying like I feel like it's morally wrong. I think where I have trouble is is going is like as criticizing motives. I think that's where I sort of fall into this whole like I think it's fucked up. I think it's wrong. I feel for the people of Ukraine, man. It's yeah. shitty. I can't imagine waking up it's tomorrow. It's always bad for the citizens. It's fucking terrible, bro. Dude, I've seen videos of people from like their IGs and there's and they're like out their window of their apartment building or their house and there's a missile that goes by and blows up the building next door and I'm like, "Holy fuck, I can't even imagine what that's like, like dude." But like so from that perspective, I'm like, "This shit's horrible, man." And I hope they they come to some sort of agreement, whatever that is, that just ends like just senseless uh, uh, or the loss of, of of life, man, senselessly. But the uh, the the I guess the, the flip side of that to me is I just feel I I can't be critical of the motive. I don't know what it is, and I feel like if I'm that as an American, I have to be critical of all the shit we do. And so it, it sort of feels like the glass house thing, right? Going like Russia, you guys are fucked up. And then you know I feel like someone's gonna go, yeah, but you know what? I'm, so like because again, we're we're the heroes in our story, right? But we're the villains in someone else's. Yeah. And so I think, and maybe this this whole environment that we're in, because the internet makes you feel like you have to care about everything. I feel like I can't take a side, and and, and or I'm gonna be sort of like uh, ripped apart online or whatever for that. But like I think if I sit. And think about it, you know, like as a person, I feel like it's wrong. As an American, I feel like, well, fuck, man. Like, I, I can't really sit here on my high horse and and rip Russia apart because I enjoy the fruits of what being an American is because we did similar shit. So, like, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I struggle with that part. And I never thought I would. I thought I'd always be like, yeah, fuck that. These guys are wrong. But the older I've gotten, I think I've understand that, like, progress takes 
in anything, man, whether it's medical or, or, or politically or capitalistically or whatever, man, humanity, there's sacrifices along the way that suck. And I'm not calling the Ukrainian people a sacrifice. I'm just saying there's shitty things that happen along the way that you wouldn't have gotten this without that. And maybe this is the, the this without that later on or not, man. Maybe this is something just senseless, like like a maybe this is the Hitler, like you said, or, or yeah. whatever else. We just don't know. Right? Like, I, will, I will say, man, that, I, that I've gotten sort of a good feeling about the, the, like the entire world almost like condemning it. And then even China at this point, who is friends with Russia, right? They're sort of com- communist um, um, comrades, if you will. They've stayed pretty quiet. <laughs> <laughs> which is odd right which is kind of odd to me where they, they, they might have been like well wait a minute man like like these fuckers really went and did that shit <laughs> bro china, china's like we were talking before like yo china's the the friend you go with at the club he starts drinking he starts talking shit about that dude like bro he bumped me bro i'm about to fuck your man's guy and then you start gassing him up like yeah, yeah. bro i got you da, da, da. but you thinking y'all just talking shit and then he goes over and punches him <laughs> and the whole bra breaks <laughs> loose and you're like Oh fuck! You were serious, bro. <laughs> I feel like that's China right now. Like, yo, we were just talking shit, bro. <laughs> we didn't know y'all was gonna pop off. Russia coming back there, like China, where y'all at? Like, I'm getting beat up. <laughs> yeah, we in there, bro. We in there. <laughs> we got a couple lumps in, bro. We in there, bro. We need help. <laughs> China, like, yo, man, I was just playing. You're right. I didn't though. think yeah, I was really gonna do that I, shit. I feel like from a, a, a globally, collectively, even sweet like Switzerland or Switzerland, whatever, man, like, like stepping in. They don't how, get involved in anything. Anything, bro. dude. They're the neutral, right? Like we have sayings behind that, right? Like I'm Switzerland. So yep. like I, I I think that gives me sort of, I guess, comfort in 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 going like, yeah, me feeling like this is shitty is right. It's probably right. Um but I I I can't help but to wonder if our status as America, would anyone ever call us out? You know what I mean? Like with Iraq or Afghanistan or any other. Dude, I feel like we're the kings of doing shit silently. Like we may not roll in with tanks and blow your whole shit up like we did. Drones. Yeah, exactly. Like we're the kings of doing shit like that where you're like, oh man, fuck. We haven't heard from so-and-so in a while. Like whatever happened to them? Like, um... Uh, so I, I again I do feel like this whole thing is wrong, but I do feel like I can't say that without going. Yeah, we probably have to put a lens under all the other shit that we've done and and how we got to where we got to today. Like I I don't know, man. Like yeah. the the whole you know that it it, it would be good for the U S. at some point to go. Here's our history. Here's the things that we don't agree with that we did in our history, but here's how we're moving forward. See, legal, bro. <laughs> it's illegal bro but it is what it is right like to your point like hey man we did this 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 we murdered this we did that we did like look, we're not proud of that like but right. that, that's what happened right. are we giving it back nope no but, but here's, like, how, here's how we're moving but here's how i'm moving forward like here's what we're trying to do we're not trying to invade or we're not trying to do this or like you know whatever i don't know uh, i also feel like the world is such a big place and there's so much nuance and so much complexity that we'll never understand as people because um, there's just so many things that happen behind the scenes and so many little things that, dude, Vladimir Putin, one guy, we're talking about this word, this one guy could potentially change the course of the next century for Russia, for that entire region. Uh, in and terms possibly of, the world. Man. And possibly the world. Exactly. Like this one guy makes one choice and he potentially changes the course of human history in certain aspects. And, and I don't feel like that's an over-exaggeration because I feel like 
his decisions are going to have snowball effects and domino effects like that will lead to other things that would have never happened because of this. Some of them are going to be good. Yeah. Some of them are going to be bad, right? Like there may be an invasion and maybe Russia does become Ukraine, right? And 200 years from now, there's a family sitting there going, I would never be here if it wasn't for this invasion. Right. Right. But there could also be a Chernobyl where you go, I can't live in this fucking place for however long because they blew this shit up with a nuke. Like, you know, you just don't know. You just don't know, I guess. So yeah, no, it's true. How are we doing on time, bro? We're almost we're an hour nineteen in. Listen, man, we knew this shit was. I just want to congratulate you on the your carbon footprint <laughs> took the whole fucking show. He, I knew it, bro. <laughs> the first time ever, I think this shit takes the whole thing. And Zelensky, shout out to Zelensky, bro. Listen, come, come but, on the show in the middle of uh, taking out shrapnel now from your legs or whatever. For those of y'all that stay with us. Congratulations. For real. Sorry. Dude, I got to hit you up at least with this one story before we get the hell out of here. Let's go. There, it, there are Olympics going on, by the way. Is there? Yeah. Winter Olympics, man. Oh, fuck. They're, in, they're in China. They're in China. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a story this week, man. This Finland skier, Remy uh, Lindholm, froze his dick off while doing the cross-country ski event. <laughs> <laughs> so this off, dude off like off no no he didn't he didn't freeze it off I, okay. I, I'm, got frostbite I'm, I'm exaggerating so this is a 50 kilometer race <laughs> dude because of this because of the of of the uh the conditions which was it was like one degree with like 40 mile an hour winds which puts the wind chill at like a negative 26 they shortened the race from 50 kilometers to 30. So they cut down 20 kilometers. This dude basically had to come off, get like a heat pack and put it on his penis to thaw it out. <laughs> Bro, they don't got snuggies for dicks. <laughs> because this is a thing. I saw like when I saw the story, it happens all the time. Well, it happened to this guy before yes it's like his it was like like a, more than like, like like a year ago like i, like I think more than twice has happened to him oh i, 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 Dude, I, I, I think this once. guy said it's happened a few times <laughs> but evidently with these like winter athletes like that it's a thing and then with people who live in cold regions you know, fucking eskimos or whatever it's a thing like dude very normal couldn't you have like a like a nationalist over there like can, to warm it up you know with human body yeah bro tom brady got a hand warmer in his uniform thing you don't got a dick warmer now bro you don't got like something you could just shove your penis in and it just <laughs> i figured you could use like a like a thick latina to to warm that up joe sorry good callback <laughs> to the old thing yo you right bro nobody's signing up to like yo let me get a dip right. warm it up real quick pull it back <sighs> nine what, what, what's our temperature 98.7 you know why pussy's so warm right no because they from hell <laughs> <laughs> send here, send here to torture us. <laughs> I feel like he could. Have, I feel like he could have put it in one of those and just like thought it out nicely. Yeah, bro, you could lava rock something, bro. You could put something <laughs> on top of that, bitch. bro. If I get my dick frozen once, like frostbite on some accident shit, guess what? I'm not letting happen again, bro. I'm not letting my dick get frozen, bro. I'm wrapping that bitch in like, something. Or, or you go like, I've been in these conditions before. <laughs> yeah. Not for nothing. So the dude placed 28th. <laughs> I didn't even know they had that many places, bro. You wasn't even close to you, winning. You walked. You could have stopped at 10 kilometers. What just, was this again? It was a cross-country skiing. 
Oh, you was he last? Tell me that. I didn't even I know there was that know. many people in cross country scan, bro. I don't know, bro. I know he was twenty eighth. Twenty eighth place, bro. Do you even finish the race at that point? What's the point? You're not gonna medal. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like once once you realize that you're that far back and your dick is hurting, yeah, I'm out. just just be out. I'm out, bro. I'm not not worth fighting for. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no neighbors got to no fight for. <laughs> no house. No garden, kids, nothing. Just exit the race. Uh, yo, imagine how productive you must be as a man if you didn't have a dick. <laughs> Maybe that's the future of our species. That must be a horrible existence. <laughs> we'd all die off soon, but still, we'd be real productive <laughs> while we're here. Bro, that shit is so horrible, bro. Yo, I didn't even know. The Olympics, bro, it's like, I had no idea they were even going on until it was almost like over and it was because of like I think it was this story is it over or some shit I think so man I don't know bro it should be the last time I checked they were doing curling everything in there everything's is, fucking curling every, yeah it's curling or like hey can you ride this piece of wood on snow either on two pieces of wood or one piece of wood or in a tube of wood or like and it's all just like rich people trying to feel good about like their just, athletic prowess like can we just do away with winter it's winter fucking Olympics? terrible bro there's not nobody bro i've yet to see an olympic event other than maybe like obviously those skiing some of the snowboarders where i didn't feel like i couldn't do that bro. like the bobsledding is the dumbest shit in the fucking world you're on a track that you can't get off of like you just push it really fast and jump in <laughs> and and hope you don't flip over yeah but it's on a track and a tube it's like going down a water slide but they have flipped over yeah, but it's hard, like, to flip it over. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> bro, you ever been down a slide at, like, a water park? And you're like, I'll race you down, and you're all going yeah. down a tube. And you have no fucking control. You hope you get a good push off the gate. And that's it, bro. The water and gravity does its thing. Yeah. That's bobsledding, The bro. big guy always wins. Yeah, exactly. Bobsledding, just be real fast and slightly fat. And you good, bro. Like, the, you have no control. Like, I see that they can steer it. I'm like... There's nowhere to oh, fucking go. Yeah, they have like a little thing to steer it, but, but it literally goes it. up a wall, bro. Yeah, but that must be it. But how impressive is that? You're a fucking marble going down a slide, like, bro. I, I want to see what the ratings or in a straw. I, it has to be bad. I would. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know shit. Like bro. I, I didn't really. They watch. keep having them, right? So something. But I go, dude. The world. The minute they start playing uh, any of these fucking uh, Winter Olympic games anywhere where where there's a ghetto, you guys are fucked. Like this. <laughs> it's all. It's all rich people, bro. It's all rich. Like to ski, you got to be rich. To snowboard, you got to be rich. To bobsled, I wouldn't even know where to go to find that. Like curling. Ah, but the snowboard. I mean, are they expensive? No, but you need access to snowboarding, right? You need access to a mountain, and you got oh, you got to pay, pay for that. Yeah, that's you ever true. seen what a lift uh, pass costs for a day, no. bro? It's a few hundred dollars, and in some places, it's a few grand per day. A few hundred per day, a few grand. Per day yeah. to go. Dude, that's why. So yeah. basically, they haven't really gotten the cream of the yeah, crop of that, athletes. That's why us poor folk, bro, we get on a trash can lit and we slide ourselves down a hill in the <laughs> snow. We don't do none of this shit. You, it's just as fun. It's just, yeah. Hey, bro, you ever, did they ever pull you on something when there's snowing in New York when you were growing up? What'd y'all do in the snow? Snowball fight? Yep. Yeah, put that shit in the Olympics, bro. Every kid from Harlem winning. <laughs> <laughs> fucking winter olympics bro i'm like it's the dumbest shit bro i don't know man sean white's still doing it at like 49 yeah but he's bro. done he's I and mean, he, he, lo should, he lost yeah but he came close to meddling top yeah, three. yeah any sport where like a 50 year old can medal top three ain't hard enough bro <laughs> i'm sorry
<laughs> All right, man. On that note, tell them where they can find us. Hey, man, if you are not following us already uh, at the Carbon Football Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, at Carbon Football Podcast on TikTok, and uh, your favorite streaming platforms, man, all of it. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, GeoSavin, Ghana, Pocket Cast, Radio Cast, uh, Amazon Music, all of them, man. So so go check There's us out. Radio Cast? Yeah, man. Evidently so. I I heard of that. We're on it too. <laughs> and also, man, if you're on Facebook, you can actually listen to the podcast through Facebook. So if that's your jam, it's actually embedded on our page. You can subscribe to it and listen to it through Facebook. So check that out, man. It's a oh, new feature cool. Facebook launched in the last couple months. Uh, so yeah, man, check that out, man. It's uh, yeah, that and the Am- the Amazon shit. Right, tell your Alexa to play us too. Yeah, yeah, everybody got an Alexa now, man. Just 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 tell her to, to play the Carbon Football Podcast. She'll do it, man. So um, and matter of fact, just tell her to play episodes one through ninety one. Let it ride. <laughs> <laughs> See you in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, as always, we appreciate you guys, and if you stay with us through this whole damn Ukraine um, <laughs> <laughs> segment, God bless you. Uh, it, they're not they're not all like that all they know is they don't want Juan as a neighbor <laughs> <laughs> don't worry I'm gonna convince them before we get out of here alright everybody we'll see you next week see you next week peace peace